Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> song was refreshing, at least to me. Oh, how marvelous, oh, how wonderful is my Savior's love to me. <clears throat> I got to thinking that if it wasn't for that love, we wouldn't be here. There wouldn't be a meeting like this. <clears throat> there wouldn't be a reason for it. <clears throat> so, hopefully we all feel that keenly this morning, his love for you. And if not, hopefully when you leave here, you will. <clears throat> I know we that can grow dim at times. <clears throat> well, welcome visitors. Good to see you full. We come in here, it looked kind of empty, and uh, but thankfully it filled up. <clears throat> so let's have a moment of prayer and then we'll dig into this. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. Thank you for your love to us. Thank you for Jesus, thank you for his saving power, that we have been saved or can be saved, Lord. So we thank you for that. You made it available, your love was abundant, and still is today. Lord, I pray that we all could feel your presence, we could realize how much you do love us today. Lord, as I read your word, I pray that you would bring Enlighten it and those that hear it, Father, for your word is, is true and uh, it will accomplish where that which it was sent to do. Give me grace and not to speak more or less than what you would have me to. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> so in my reading this week, I read Isaiah 58, and it just kind of came up, um, I guess kind of came alive to me to some measure, and so that's where I'm going to be kind of starting out of, most of my message will be out of Isaiah 58, and uh, I, if most of you might immediately know what Isaiah 58 is, it's a, it's a chapter that relates to fasting, um, but I guess I'm going to be taking it a little different twist than we might normally. <clears throat> so I'm going to, just to start here, going to read all of Isaiah 58. So a little bit of reading here. Hopefully you'll be blessed by it. Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and shew my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, you fight. You fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast, an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen? to lose the bands of wickedness and to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and that ye break every yoke. 
Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh, then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rear reward. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from thee the, if thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shalt thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. Then shalt thou delight in the, thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. <clears throat> so there's a lot in there. Um, and as I read that uh, this week, this is a chapter that I've often kind of puzzled at. Um, it relates to fasting, but then, then God speaks through Isaiah and says, that's... That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for that kind of fast. And um, so what exactly is he looking for? He says, this is the fast that I've chosen. And as I read through it, um, what come to me is, this is going to be my take on it. Um, I trust it's of the Lord. That he's calling for a fast from selfish living. <clears throat> And uh, I guess we'll, we'll go into 58 here and kind of break it down. Um, I see it as there's three different parts here in 58. And uh, three different segments where different things are addressed. <clears throat> so part one, um, their selfish actions against their brethren exposed, though they tried to cover it with religious activity. So that's the part obviously, that God did not approve of. They were being religious, doing their religious thing, and yet um, they were, and we'll get into it here. Verse 3 says, Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? He says, Behold, in the day of your fast you find pleasure, and exact, or the word exact means to oppress all your labors. So they were oppressing others and yet finding pleasure themselves, and they were calling this a fast. This is a religious activity. Verse 4, he says, Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure 
exactly what that all means, other than that um, there was definitely strife amongst them in their fastings. And verse 8, um, he says, If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. And I think that one's fairly easy to determine what was happening there. Um, the putting forth of the finger, the you're to blame thing. Um, it's your fault. You're the problem. And speaking vanity. So they were putting yokes on people and the, the putting forth of the finger. Um, there was strife. There was debate. So you can kind of get the sense what was going on uh, in their fast. And God said, I, this is not what I want. This is not the fast that I've chosen. <clears throat> and in reference to that, James 4 says, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts, that war in your members? Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not. Because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your lust. And I think that's, it seems to me that's kind of what was going on here at the beginning. There was a, there was a strife going on. They were, they were fighting amongst themselves and putting forth the finger. And God was not, not approved, did not approve of their religious activity. <clears throat> so we see here that each one was seeking their own and did not show much care for the needs of others. And God did not, did not approve of that. <clears throat> so God responds in verse 5 after he, after he observed that. He says, is this, is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast, an acceptable day to the Lord? He says, is this, is this what you call an acceptable day to the Lord? This fighting amongst yourselves? So then we go into part two. God suggests a new fast. <clears throat> he says, this is the fast that I've chosen. So as I take it, it's not so much a fast from food, but rather a fast from selfish living. Each one living to themselves and uh, seeking what you can get out of another, and just not living at peace. <clears throat> Seems often in our struggles that we will become even more self-focused and introverted. And uh, God gives the antidote to that. So they were, you know, just kind of fighting amongst themselves, and God says, that's not, I don't approve of that. This is what you should do. Is this not the fast that I have chosen, to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and then to break every yoke? So I don't know. Um, uh, I know in the Old Testament, they were not to lend out their money to usury to a brother in need. Uh, possibly that's what was going on here. And charging interest. Um, but anyway, he says, 
whatever it was, whether they were holding him in debt, making him slaves one of another. Um, he says to break the yoke and to let the oppressed go free. And then he goes on further. Um, basically, leave this goal. Stop doing this, but do this. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? And that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him? And that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh? Isn't this what you should do? Uh, isn't this what pleases me? And, uh, of course, like we read before, take away the midst of thee the yoke and the putting forth of the finger. Verse 8, If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul. And just remember, this, this is the fast that he's chosen. This is what he's looking for. <clears throat> Verse 13, If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. There again, not doing your own thing. You know, it was all about them. They wanted to do their own thing. And uh, you owe me, you pay me, you're in debt to me. Uh, he says, no, it's stop doing your own thing, seeking your own pleasure. It's a day of the Lord. Um, do the Lord's will, feed the hungry, and uh, so on. So God is imploring them to stop their selfish pursuits and to seek the good of others. <clears throat> so I guess, um, yeah, like I said, as it come to me, it's, it's a call to a fast from our selfish living. And it was a real challenge to me because... Um, you know, I think if anyone's selfish, I am. Um, me so selfish. It's all about me. And we're disturbed if we don't get what we want. Or someone maybe takes something and uh, someone crosses our path or um, they're threatening to us or something. And, and we're so selfish and it just creates tension, unpeace, um, hurts relationships. And... Uh, so God's calling us to fast from our selfish living. And this doesn't just happen. We have to push ourselves to do it. It doesn't just happen. I wish it did. Um, but it does it for me. Maybe it does for you. <clears throat> in 2 Corinthians 6, 11 and 13, I'm going to read this in the ESV. Um, we have spoken freely to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open. You're not restricted by us, but you're restricted in your own affections. In return, I speak as to children, widen your hearts also. KGV says, enlarge your hearts, I believe. And he says, you're, KGV says, you're straightening your own bowels. You're, you're made difficult in yourself. Uh, you're, you're creating a, a fighting in yourself is his for recompense um, enlarge your heart like Paul was saying our hearts enlarge to you it's not our fault that you're straightened it's your own fault you're straightened in your own selves and uh, he says basically here's the antidote be enlarged as we are 
And I guess I like to see that as um, enlarge our hearts toward others. Don't be all about me. And I think we can all, I think we all identify that when we're very self-centered, we become very straightened in ourselves. It's very, um, anger builds and bitterness and all kinds of things build within us. And he says, to overcome that, be enlarged and enlarge your heart toward others. And I think that's the call here. Um, we can be so restricted in ourselves and we want to blame someone else. They haven't done their part right. That's why we are what we are. Um, but that's often not the case. It's because we've restricted ourselves. We've limited. Um, basically, we've stopped the flow. We don't let it come out and don't come in. <clears throat> so I've often found in my life when I'm angry, bitter, depressed, it often comes from being unsurrendered and living for my selfish interests. <clears throat> and I assume we're all that way. Uh, we can we become very selfish and it just develops all kinds of turmoil within us. And Paul says, be enlarged. <clears throat> so part three of Isaiah 58, he goes to lay out the promises. And I think I didn't actually... Study this part, but if you look at Isaiah 58, I think the majority of it is the blessings and the promises that you'll get if you do this. If you, if you, uh, oh, what was it all? If you uh, draw out your soul to the hungry, you satisfy the afflicted soul, and uh, you seek to do God's thing and not your own. So he lays out his promises if we'll cease to do our own selfish ways and to seek the good of others. And I believe uh, these promises, I, I tell you, they're, they're a load. <laughs> the end of Isaiah 58 is like, wow, if I could have all that, that'd be great. And, you know, I don't think we should put that off somewhere in the distance. It applies to us. If we apply the same conditions, we should get the same results. Verse 8 through 12, Then shall... Thy light break forth as the morning. That sound like something you want? And thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rear reward. That's your protector from behind, protecting you from attacks. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. That sounds good. I wish that always happened. And thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. Is that close? Then shalt thy light rise in obscurity. You are in a dark place and your light rises. And thy darkness shall be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. And make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden bearing fruit. And like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee, your children, shall build the old waste places. They shall raise up the foundations of many generations. And thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. You'll set a standard of righteousness for others to follow in, you and your children. 
Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. That means it's final. So I assume if you're like me, you would like all those blessings. So let's, let's fast from selfish living. And I believe these, these blessings are for us if we do that. Luke 6, 36 and 38 says, Be ye therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over shall man give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. So it's, um, it's just kind of like an investment. You're not going to get a return if you don't put something in. And the more you put in, the bigger return you get. <clears throat> That is, if you make a good investment, and I think this is. We need to constantly give of ourselves to others and to God. It is where we will find life. Proverbs 11, 24 says, There is that that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. That's a, that's a challenge. How are we scattering? Are we, uh, are we being liberal in scattering? Or are we withholding more than we should and going into poverty? I'm not just speaking in a financial sense. This applies more to money and physical thing. It also applies to giving of ourselves. So if we find ourselves struggling within ourselves and in a relationship with others, the call here is to give ourselves to the kingdom of God and to serving others, and we will be blessed. So there again, if you feel straightened or restricted in yourselves, open yourselves up, give it yourself, and you will be blessed. So let's fast from selfish living. Don't be discouraged if things don't change overnight. But I believe God's promises are true that if we do his if we do what he asks, he will be true on his part. So in closing, I'm going to read Isaiah 54. This is a similar a similar chapter, and this is another one that's just so rich. <clears throat> Yield to God and serve him. His blessing and abundance are available to you. So Isaiah 54 is is speaking to someone that was barren, that was desolate. Um, You know, they were, just didn't have it. And he gives them all the promises that they they will have. And uh, I guess I would like to add that if we do our part and... uh, give of ourselves and open up ourselves that God will pour all these blessings in. 
Isaiah 54. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. And here's the thing I'd like to encourage you with, verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent. Get ready for a blessing. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. Get ready. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles, and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed. Neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth, and shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood any more. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth when thou wast refused saith the Lord. For a small moment have I forsaken thee. It's a fact, a time God does forsake us. But he says, for a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah shall no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of a gates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it not, shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that blows the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. <clears throat> so I hope you could be blessed and challenged with that. Uh, just just my, my simple line is let us fast from selfish living, and I think God will bless us.